Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another production from JK Media. I am your host, Justin Kelly. I had the pleasure of speaking with the longtime friend of the podcast, BJ Robbins. It was a fantastic time. We had a blast just shooting the shit, catching up, having fun. Um, We talked about a lot of things, um, annoying bills to pay. We talked about a lot of the stuff that BJ has going on right now with his recording studio, uh, Flyover Media in Greenwood, Indiana. If you need to hit somebody up, you want to start a podcast, something that you really want to get going, and you want quality audio and a quality production, hit up BJ Robbins at Flyover Media in Greenwood. Um, Also, just wanted to give a shout out to you guys. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Thank you for sticking along with it. The Juice in the Morning podcast is not dead. It's just going to be my way or the highway from now on. So enjoy the episode. Look forward to chatting with you guys next week. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another podcast by JK Media. I am your host, Justin Kelly. You guys had a good time last time. I felt like there was a lot of people joining, a lot of people watching. I appreciated it. Um, I I think uh, there's something to like telling people that you're going to disappear because then people are like, oh, no, don't disappear. We will support your thing. And I'm like, uh, I'm kind of happy about it, but I'm also like, kind of like, yeah, you know, fuck all y'all because you guys should have been supporting in the first place. But no, I appreciate everybody joining and and, uh, commenting back and forth. It was really fun to just have that level of, um, I guess, interaction that we've kind of been craving. And, you know, I I said that I was going to do this on my own and I am going to do it on my own. It is my show. It's on my time. But we had to get somebody for this kind of like rebranding thing and uh, this more realistic, uh, I guess, picture of me, somebody that I've had a lot of deep talks with, chatted about podcasting, chatted about media, things like that. He is what I call uh, Indiana's own podfather. And uh, I guess one of the most successful guys I've been around when it comes to podcasting, the legend BJ Robbins. How are you doing today, man? Good, good. Um, this is probably my, um, I haven't done a lot of shows. Um, I do Uncle Buck House. This comes out on Thursdays with Kyle Buck and Nick Oaks. Uh, it's a variety show, comedians, conspiracy theories. We had a witch on in the Super house. Super exciting subject matter, I'll tell you that. Um, and then uh, i actually producing another one now called Cast P-A-K-C-A-S-T, uh, Mondo, which you know Mondo. Yes, how's he doing? Uh, Mondo and two of his friends doing well. That'll be coming out. The first episode will be November 30th. So I'm producing um, producing that one with them also. So I'm producing that one. So there's two that I'm producing. My favorite thing, though, um, I helped out with Harder Brunch a little bit. Um, the Zach, Chris, and obviously Dyke. Um, I was over there like when I first was getting going. Um, how, was, how was the episode reuniting with AP? It was, um, it was fun. Um, like I, I still, I'm on a mic all the time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm used to uncomfortable. You, you know, AP was, it's different when you're a guest on someone's show. I mean, because before he went from running everything to the, just sitting there with a the mic, the food was fabulous. Uh, anytime you get to hang out with Zach and then Dyke and then Chris, Zach is the, uh, the, like the, the, the spice God of like Indianapolis. He sells us like mustard and stuff. <laughs> And then uh, Chris is Chris's wife is Amy, who did the article on the top ten podcasts in Indy. 
Yep. I got gotcha. you. And then uh, obviously Dyke of Red Flag. Um, but my favorite thing, I helped those guys out with their audio and, and, and taught them how to do some things, edit and things. So I worked on that one for a little bit. My favorite thing is when I'll get a Facebook request and I'm like, why, why am I getting a Facebook request from this person? And then I'll get a, a this is a true story. I'm not going to name names. And <laughs> then I'll get a message that says, Hey, uh, BJ, I've met you a few times. Um, I know we've talked in the past about how you produce podcasts and uh, I want to know if you can help me out with one. So I respond back, Hey, yeah. Hey, here's my number. Be easier to text me. I don't really check messenger a whole lot. Nothing. Mm. Like, hmm, okay. So we're friends on Instagram. So I was like, well, I'll send a message and like, Hey, if you still I'm like my, Hey, my, my time is filling up. I just want to let you know, if you want to do this, let me know. Nothing. And it's been, <laughs> I was back in like September. Jesus. Yeah. And then, and then, and that, okay. So <clears throat> not to cut us off, but obviously the fucking, uh, OBS isn't working. It's not picking up your audio, even though I'm getting it. So I'm trying to figure out if you happen to know off the top of your head, why that possibly would be the case. If not, we can just switch over to the zoom. The reason I'm trying to use the OBS is because it picks up, um, like it's like Facebook gaming. So then if you stream enough, you get like kind of like a put to the top of the list. But what we're going to do is we're just going to stop this on the OBS and then we'll just go live from uh, Zoom since I pay for that service. So give me just a second. Uh, people that are following along, just jump back on whenever it starts back up. Sorry, BJ. I know that's unprofessional, but you got to test it out and see if it works. All right. I know what's going on with it though. What is it? So, so when we did this, we had to download Soundflower. Yeah, I remember you talking so, about that. Because every time, like, it would pick up my audio, it would pick up me and um, whoever's with me, but the third person would pick up their audio. So I had to download Sound Channel or something like that. Ryan told me to. Mm -hmm. then, it, then it picked up everybody's audio. Yeah, it's kind of a pain in the fucking dick, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know, just like, I mean, you think it come come so full circle on it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, is it still recording? Yeah, the the uh, Zoom is recording. The um, but remind me to tell you who it was off air. Okay, it's a, I was just it's somebody first time we met. They're like, oh, so you do a lot of sports shows? And I was like, no, 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 I know. <laughs> just because we're a bunch of dudes doesn't I mean we're going to talk about sports. So I found that quite hilarious. Yeah, um, you know, one of the things that um that I've noticed is like everybody wants to be a part of your thing um, until you ask them to put any kind of effort into it. Like, then, return a, like return a message. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, just, I know that that's such a minuscule amount of effort, but that is effort for some people, you know? All right. We're back on, we're back on Facebook live. It's just going to be the zoom. I'm, I'm completely fine with that. It's just, it's a little bit easier to read the comments when you are um, using that OBS software. Um, but that's okay. We'll, we'll just use it this way. Um, let me get this made bigger so I can see comments and then turn the audio down. Jesus Christ, Justin, you're the worst. <clears throat> but anyways, all right. So you've been producing, you've been doing podcasts. Um, what I want to know is uh, how did, I know that you're a huge hip hop fan and we know you've interviewed concept. He's one of your, uh, he's one of your favorite hip hop artists. What else has been going on in the music uh, business that you've kind of gotten into. I know you uh, interviewed somebody recently, but I'd like you to talk to the JK media listeners a little bit about it. So um, 
this is going to come full circle. So when we started Smugcast, it was me and AP. It was started by four people. It was me and AP, of course, and Agent Sensation, and then Repo Records. And so Repo taught us how to do our sound and hook everything up and do all that. Well, he's also a record producer, an engineer, yep. overall smart dude. So I um, had GarageBand on my, on my Mac and um uh, shout out to dead man um he got me logic pro 10 hell so, yeah so and then ryan gave me a keyboard um to hook up so when i go through and make beats and stuff like that i'm able to do that and not just beats but also i was doing entrance music for or intro music for shows but now like if you go through and, and when pat cast comes out like that i made the whole thing like i made right. the, the beats and so that's totally mine so i started making beats that way and um last week i was over went over to repo studio and took two uh two of my son's friends who want to make music so in my back studio oh i thought it was when you were telling me that story earlier i thought you were talking about one of your sons wanted to do music so it's it's their friends so are yeah they part, are they part of the entourage yeah uh, yeah so my life now consists of hanging out with high school kids and uh all right all right all right and um so <laughs> yeah and so they come over and then what we do here is we go through and then, um, and shout out to Tanner. His name is Tanner. How I know him was they all played football together. Yeah. So Tanner is a senior. So is Jaden. Jaden looks like Spicoli. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then Tanner looks like Jake, Joan Hall and Jarhead. What I, what I like though is your uh, hip hop knowledge, I hope is influencing them a little bit because well, I'm trying to like Tanner's a little bit different, like, but like Jaden, he's done like three songs. A lot mm -hmm. of the beats are very similar. And last night I was talking, I was like, can we try a different beat? Try something different. Um, because I felt like I was like, I was like the, the beats I made are all across the board. I sent him the concept too, which was nerve wracking. Oh yeah. I'm sure. And he, and he sent him back and he's like, Hey man, those are kind of dope. I like those. And then I, and then, um, sent him the optics who I interviewed, who actually did a couple of concept songs and worked with a lot of people that I didn't know. Um, and then he broke it down like, Hey, you know what I was doing wrong. And, 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 you know, and I was like, so, and then when I told Ryan what I was doing wrong, then Ryan showed me how to like fix it on the equalizer. Yeah. And stuff. Even though, even though you are a smug and cocky bastard, you do a really good job of taking constructive criticism from people that are talented. I will tell you that. Yeah, because the problem was I sent the optics and, and, and I was just like, he's, and he gave me real feedback um, because, like, if you don't do it, like Ryan's, Ryan and optics and concept and AP is like, hey, you have an ear for making beats, right? But, you know, how to get the timing down, clean them up, EQ them, and things like that's what I need to work on. And um, I can spend six hours back here um but but and then but i also fall in a rut not a rut but i fall, fall in like where everything kind of sounds the same so but we have a, a a dropbox that has like myself ryan ap a bunch of people in it tanner and those guys so tanner makes beats and send them to me and then i'll make them send them to him and we just kind of go through and do it that way but like and then we went over ryan's house and he actually engineered it produced it finished it cleaned it up and then when you get around ryan he, you when you think you know things and then you get around him you're like yeah i don't know nothing <laughs> and then but he's so cool about it and um he played some of the songs he was working on and i was like i mean it hits his studio is 
basically it's like a New York loft. Yeah. It's 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 probably every bit 2000 2500 square feet, 2500 square feet um upstairs and it's really cool and then Ryan's such a, such a he and that's why I was trying to tell Tanner and um Jane was like I was like I was like hey we have juice, you know, we have buck, we have um harder brunch guys, red flag guys, all these people we have this little community and in in like, you know, we go help them same way we get help back but and i said that's how you grow it and stuff like that because I, I said what's your social media followers and they're way higher than us because they they were born in social media that's you like know, we, that's literally like how you introduce yourself like they yeah they're like hey uh you know this is my tiktok and they probably already are have figured out you use the same name for everything because then everybody can find you on all this stuff yeah and i started doing so when i was doing the lost tapes i was putting out pictures and had music to it that was the music i, that knew, I, made. I knew that was stuff you made i knew it but you like would put produced by like fom yeah and the ap even goes hey what what's fom i said that's flyover media and he's like oh so, <laughs> i didn't i didn't even put that together I'm, I'm on the same level as ap right now I, I i didn't even put that together but i love it I, I like i like produce i like producing podcasts and i and i, I enjoy just seeing these guys um how excited they are to make music and then uh, we're going to do a podcast with uh with the boys like uh my son is 17 i actually have i have three sons now i uh, we we have two 17 year olds and a 15 year old okay all different music tastes yeah and, uh, so we're gonna sit down and do a show because i have a six mic setup i think mm-hmm um, and so we're going to do one and that those are kind of be the special shows. And I'm going to do a music episode too. Cause nice. AP like, well, why don't you do a hip hop? I was like, that's, that's too much work because just going into a regular podcast is a lot of work, but going into specific, like, like, Hey, we're going to cover 97 hip hop. You know, it just, it was like movie review. Movie review was a lot more work than people knew. Well, yeah. And that's what, that's what I've said a bunch of times about, me kind of wanting wanting to end things because I was forcing it every week. I was forcing myself to like <clears throat> look stuff up and find stuff to talk about stuff that, you know, I, ne- I didn't necessarily really care about. And I felt like doing the podcast, I had to be doing something that I actually cared about. Um, and, you know, they're saying they can't hear you. They've got to be able to hear you now. Oh, I didn't, I wasn't even checking it. I'm going to check real quick because this doesn't make any sense. I didn't get any more mess. I got some messages earlier. So let's see here real quick. I'm sorry to derail the conversation, ladies and gentlemen. We got to make sure this is good for you. We're professionals. Yeah. I can talk all day. Um, and it's recording on my thing. So let's see here. I just want to test it real quick. This is going to sound real bad. Of course, I don't, I can't find, oh, it's because I went live on my, homepage that's why nobody's joining oh that's what i thought but i was like ah oh, maybe he knows he knows what's going on i gotta hear you no they can hear you it's just it's on the wrong fucking page <laughs> Oh, well, that's just the way things work with me, man. We'll figure it out the next time. What page did you put it on? 
It's on my it's on my personal page on my Justin Kelly page. Well, we're not cursing, so it's a good conversation. And and I don't I don't really give a shit anyways. It's like it doesn't matter. I'm not hiding anything. I just have a I have a bigger audience and people actually click people actually click on stuff when they're when they're listening when they're listening and like joining the live notification I think pops up when they're already a fan of the Juice of the Morning page. But who gives a fuck? <clears throat> we'll keep moving on. Um so what were we just getting into? We were getting into um, the um, – I don't even see the feed on there, though, on your, even on your homepage. It's the Justin Kelly one, right? Yeah. I, I uh, posted it with your your name attached, so hopefully – oh, maybe maybe another thing is it's, it's uh, not public. That could be another thing since it's on my own page. <laughs> there it is. Okay, so now – Let's go ahead and send it to BJ. Um, share to a group. It says attachment unavailable. Here, we'll do it again. Did you see the last thing we had in Messenger together? Yeah. <laughs> that's, I opened that's it up. I'm so glad I didn't share my screen. <laughs> I opened it up and I was like, whoa, now. For those of you that... uh want to know what it is it's uh basically a a guy cracking an egg with his uh with his erect penis it's pretty impressive it's pretty impressive courtesy of gay mark (laughs) that's one of my buddies and then it's always funny when like he sends me thing and i was just like man that's uh it's a little uh yeah and and another thing that i want to do with this being like my own thing and and this kind of being my podcast is like you know, I was able to talk to you and get, get you to join and do the show with me. But like, <clears throat> you know, one of the things that I've kind of been telling people is if it, uh, if people don't show up, I'm still going to do it and I'm, I'm not going to be that worried about it. I'm going to have a good time and just enjoy myself regardless. So, um, but one thing I do want to say, you know, how we've had guests that just flake on us and don't show up that kind of thing. I'm just not going to invite those people anymore. I'm going to be a dickhead and I'm going to be straightforward with people. I'm just going to be like, Hey, you had your chance. Uh, you can, you can come on whenever I'm free, but if you're not on this time, you're, you're not coming back. Sorry. Yeah. And it's, I mean, and the time that you're picked is a great time. I mean, it's eight 30, like all my stuff's done for work. And then, you know, and, and, uh, if, and if I could figure out technology, it would have been public. So people could actually be joining in. <laughs> it's it's technology technology it's it's weird i mean i still have three cameras i haven't set up yet because i just don't want i want to do the cameras but i don't like want to deal with like that um and then i have to those because now podcast podcasting with bj at flyover media is no longer free right that's an announcement i want to make it is no longer free um i finally i value my time and then I know that, and I looked at some of the studio times, and they're on average about a hundred dollars an hour. Yeah. Now, here's your MP3, have at it, right? You know, or here's your wave and have at it. And I still think our sound is way better. Yeah, for sure. So I started charging people, and people were paying it, and I was like, oh, okay. I was like, people will pay me to do things. Absolutely. And uh, and 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 then, I mean, like we did a lot. I mean, we do a lot, and then it's it. I didn't want to, but I didn't. Only reason I didn't really charge at the beginning. So people who listen to this like well i worked with you before it was because um it was pre-covid i believed in what we were doing and we were off to a good start and then next thing you know covid happened 
and then people didn't have jobs and then i was like you know they kind of crashed when right when we were building it up but i knew i didn't want to keep it over rb's house not for a negative reason but just because i was spending way too much time over there yeah i mean I'd get there two hours before an hour before make sure everything's set up and then the show's over walk everybody out and then you know and i worked with rb at the time so we'd be talking in it and i was just like i'm just, I liked it at first when my mom, because my mom was living here and then the house was full. So I was able just to get away for a little bit. But now I'm able to work with those boys, work with the boys on music and then able to do shows. And then if I want to do a show and release it, then I release it on my own time. And the Lost Tapes was a huge success. And those shows were <laughs> god awful. God awful. And then I couldn't believe the audience we still had built in, just people listening to it and the feedback we got was pretty cool. That's awesome. I love that. And, you know, that's just one of those things that you don't, you don't really expect things to pop off. Like everything's unavailable, man. I'm going to figure this out right now. Um, and we're just, what we're going to do is we're going to, for the, for the people that are following on Facebook, we'll just, uh, you know, act like that never happened, you know? So the people listening, you got a lot of uh, bonus content that the Facebook live people didn't get. So that's why you got to share it with people and you got to talk to people about the podcast because if you don't, they're going to miss out on this quality fucking content. That's all I'm going to say, BJ. That happens a lot. <laughs> like I said, I don't do a lot of shows. I miss doing shows. Um, but I, but it has it's something to look for. It will be something to look forward to. I yes, mean, absolutely. That's something you really look forward to. And then it was weird getting a following and then people knowing you and then like sending you messages. And it's just like, it was kind of weird. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you're at work and all of a sudden you get a message like, hey, I really love the show, which is phenomenal. But I was like, I don't know what to say back to you. Like, I, 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 I'm I, weird like that. But if you're on the show, I'm very personable. Like, I'm a different person. But outside of that, I'm like, I don't really talk a whole lot. Because <laughs> I go to parties, you, people get pissed. Like, I thought you that dude was funny. You dude, do, you do hold back a little bit, you know. I just don't like to be around people because it, you, do, you have the, kind of the same job as I do. Yeah. Um, you have to talk, you know, a lot I mean, of fucking customer service. Yeah. And so talk to people and stuff like that. And by the end of the day, you're just worn out. Yeah. All right. So I think I've got it figured out now. Let's see. Let's see if it actually, if it actually works. Um, it's on the juice in the morning or the JK media page. Jeez. It's going to take me forever to get over that. I'm going to keep saying that. I mean, I don't know how long it took you to stop saying Smugcast. But uh, it's taken me a while to get, I mean, I've, I've only been doing the show as JK Media for, what, one week. So once again, like I said, I just had to tell people that it was going away and then people decided to uh, jump on the bandwagon again and hang out and, uh, you know, chat with us. BJ, uh, what, what else is like, I think, what is coming down the pike? There's a few things that we've got going on with some projects, but is there, is there anything that you're most excited for? Like, are you most excited for the music? Are you most excited for the podcast that you're doing? Um, what's, what's the thing that's the, the most exciting to you right this moment? Um, we're going to do a um, Spudcast. We'll do a Spudcast Christmas episode. I'm going to oh, do yeah. um I'm going to do a, a get some people together and do a music podcast just for like one. And we go through and we play like songs that we don't think other people know and some like unhidden gems. I like that. I like that. So, so what would you be, what's your off the top of your head? What's a song that somebody should listen to or look up right now that uh, they probably don't know about? 
um, this artist that I really like that, um, if you know who atmosphere is, he's a hip hop artist been around for a while, but there's this, um, this, there's this artist that I played on the show before called DM Atlas, Dim Atlas. Okay. Um, the song called bad days are over featuring atmosphere is a great song. Um, so he's like 20 some years old, but the song came out last year, but that's one song I really like listening to. Um, um, the other thing, the other song that I just play the optics um before the interview I, w- I went through and looked at some of the songs that he had um produced and i was going through and listened to it and it's a song called jamil jamil jones no chances it's okay. a great song and mean jones scheme scheme is another great one and cap callus is another one so those are all guys produced by optics Hell yeah. uh, and they all have different kinds of beats to them they're like different so like those are some of the people that i listen to because i always try to be like try not to listen to what other people listen to i would i talked about this with optics everybody's like so you're like so you're like a music snob kind of like the uh, ipa beer snobs yeah it's like you don't listen to beatles no they're great but i that's me that's not me or uh, i respect all those guys like led zeppelin elvis presley you know all the people that came but it's like you you don't have to be that guy that listens to vinyl and sits in a room and, and sips chardonnay or something you know yeah right because it it makes you feel like things are just shoved down your throat and then (sighs) country music is is taking a weird uh who is it um bo uh was it bo durham is that his name the comedian bo burnham bo burnham he did that song about the the country country music music. yeah oh yeah uh what the i can't remember what that is called now but um pandering yeah pandering yeah, talks uh, about having like five thousand dollar boots on and never been on a range <laughs> that they own. Yeah, so uh, that that's my epitome of country music. Um, so, so how much, uh, so how much support do you get from, uh, do you get from Stephanie? Like, does she listen? Does she download? Does she share? Yeah, um, Smugcast was kind of like with with Smugcast for certain people. I, 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 you know, I, I told her not to share a whole lot because, <laughs> um. I knew like some of her friends listened to it, like uh, Kayla. She yeah. listened to it, thought it was hilarious, um, but I can see where some people would not find it hilarious, mm-hmm. especially with some of the running bits we had that were just not very um, politically correct. Like the uh, abortion punch card was not <laughs> something I want people <laughs> to listen to. That's probably like my worst joke I've ever done. Well, besides the nine eleven joke, yeah, the nine eleven one would get you too. I think right about now. Yeah, it, and that, that was the that was the two things, and not to mention some of the other stuff that we said. But I just figured there's too many people that were too sensitive about way too much, and yeah. and, and, and like right now, and we talked about this text last night, and um, everything's sensitive. Like, I, I you can't have an opinion on COVID nineteen, or you're gonna get shit one way or the other. Like people talking about like if somebody complains that they you know, can't do something in their life because of COVID. You have like 13,000 people jump on that viral tweet and say, oh yeah, you can't go to the store and get something because, uh, you know, sorry about all the people fucking dying out there. And it's like, Jesus Christ, like social media is like, our, is it, it's our voice. It's what we can say. Like, 
I think that these people that are immediately jumping on this person is uh, they're jumping on it because they want everybody in the world to see how much they care, how much they, you know, they're the, the, the virtuous person that is so, so in tune with society. And I'm really just fucking tired of that bullshit. Like, I, I can say like, man, this kind of sucks that I have to wear a fucking face mask when I go to the gym. Like it's, I'm not saying that, you know, I am a callous son of a bitch and I don't care about the people dying that have died from COVID, but I'm, I'm literally just saying, Oh, this kind of sucks. Like we, we, this world is built on conversation. You it's can make, not, you, it doesn't need to jump straight to it's not that, you, you know, but here's, here's where the problem is. All right. So you have this mom, right? who's who's very upset if you don't wear a mask you don't do this and don't do that but but yeah has no idea where the kid is you know yep. the kids in the back snorting their adderall yep. you know crushing so yeah, it up but the mat but throwing the it mask, into their their monster energy drink the mask is the breaking point or the dad who has like four kids by four different women Right. He's like, I'm not wearing a mask. And I'm like, obviously, because you can't take care of anything, obviously. You can't, you can't even wrap up the uh, most important thing, let alone your face. That, that's my point is like, it, it's the social media warriors. And um, I mean, deemed, sometimes it's fun. Sometimes I'm, it's fun. To I'm, deemed, I'm deemed essential. So I've worked in it ever since it happened. Right? Here. Yep. And, and I, you know, the people like the restaurant business and the other businesses like that, I mean, that that's what sucks is, is people are we're we're making we're, we're stopping people from being able to you know make a living right and then we made this such a political thing and then now our governor gets elected and he's like well we're going to extend it longer i'm like you saw this coming a long time ago and you know and and that's where the problem is and is that is we have everything is political now like we don't like there's this one uh state representative who's like well the death rate is zero point blah 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 and someone's like <laughs> so and then they're like well tobacco and then this and i'm just like oh my god just stop yeah it's, it's like you know you know tobacco kills and bubble i'm like yeah but a person chooses to smoke a person doesn't choose to get like sick you yeah, know they're like yeah. hey can i get cancer <laughs> I'll take, I, I'll take, I'll take eight. I will, I will admit that, uh, it has changed a little bit of my thinking. I will, I will admit there are some positives. Um, if there can be positives from a, a worldwide pandemic like that, like I definitely, um, I think all Americans or at least a lot, a large majority or a large portion of people, um, I mean, I used to think it was like a badge of honor that I went to work sick. Like I was like, I've never missed a day of work in, you know, seven years because of being sick. Like, I've gone to work sick. <clears throat> Nowadays, this pandemic has taught me like it doesn't it doesn't really make sense to go to work if you're sick because I can go I can do some stuff from home and keep up with stuff like it it doesn't make sense to do that anymore. So I've learned a little bit, but at the same time, uh, you know, we are we're in a we're in a position now that it's like I don't know what I, we don't we don't know what's going to work. We don't know what's going to change anything. Um, I'm just kind of just surprised that it's still it's it turned into exactly what i thought it was going to at the very beginning which it was a very bad thing it unified a bunch of people we were all pissed off because we were at home we got to watch the tiger king that was a fucking glorious like you know month and a half or whatever of that being exciting and then it just turned into exactly what i thought it was going to be is is, you know you're on this side this person's on the other side and now we're going to fight each other over it all day on social media 
Yeah, and the other thing is it shows how many people's jobs were pointless to dry. Right. <laughs> like, like, like it's pointless, and it's like, what do you go to work for? Well, I sit in this cubicle all day, and then everything's done via email, via text, you know, via whatever. Yeah. So wh- why are you here? Yep. And then, then you go into like, oh my God, if we they don't need these offices, then then like we have these buildings are no longer going to be. Leaked. It, it starts this huge chain that we don't know that's all connected. Oh yeah. The other thing is, it's kind of like Bill Burr said back his one of his bits. He talked about like get people on cruise ships and blow them up. Could you imagine the the the, the interstates? Like when COVID hit, there was no school, no one working. I was I was like, dude, these roads are great. <laughs> it was so nice. You could get to work. I could get to work in like literally twelve minutes. Yeah, and I thought, like, I thought, well, COVID's going to get me. Like, I am not in shape. Like, I have a bunch of issues, and I've been working nonstop. And I was like, how do I not, how have I not got this? Right. Like, I, it's almost to the point where I'm, like, baffled by it because I, you know, I wear masks and, and hand sanitizer, do all that stuff. But people that come into where I work at at times are not exactly, you know, the, the other thing is if you're going to fight a retail employee because they tell you to put a mask, it's not because of them. <laughs> they didn't make that they didn't make that mandate are you going to beat up someone over a bagger are you going to beat up a bagger at kroger for telling you to put on your mask are you probably really, yeah <laughs> they probably will um no and i just geez that's why i don't understand is 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 that that fact of the matter is and they're like ah mask is inconvenience but what about no shoes no shirt no service right it's the same thing well you have to walk in and have this and and it's asking to wear my it's it's taken away from my constitutional rights. All right. I'm going to go into this little thing and tell me if I'm wrong. You're born, you get a social security number, you get a birth certificate, driver's license. Also, if you get one of those, also you have a smartphone, you're worried about people tracking you. Do you not remember what happened in 2000, uh, September 11th? Guess what? The Patriot Act. Patriot, Patriot Act, maybe. And they re- and also they also signed that to go longer during the Obama administration, right? Maybe been Obama. I think it was Obama who signed it, kept it in. And also, uh, if a cop gets behind you in Indiana, he can pull your plates no matter what, even if you're a law-abiding citizen, but no yep. one says anything about that. Yep. You give up. You, we, how much? We've already gave up our rights. If you're on, so, unless you're in a cabin and you don't have an address, like you're, you're on, on the, the grid, grid, bro. Come yeah. on. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I mean. Take your musket and shove it up your ass. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know that's that's covid talk for you, you know that's something that uh a lot of people aren't interested in because of it uh being on a podcast so you know what i would like to get into bj is <clears throat> something that i was doing kind of in the beginning of this whole pandemic thing i bought these little cards and i actually instead of using the cards i uh the one with your mom on it huh nothing <laughs> mom on it. like do you think my like, i have a deck of cards with a bunch of naked moms and one of, and one of them is my mom that could be the <laughs> trick though can you avoid that one card that's when you lose when you pull that card <laughs> in, a, in a very compromising position at the time like you know it's pokemon the wrong way i, <laughs> I want to I know who, i want to know who signed up to make those cards too um Okay, so these are they're called pod decks. Um, I actually uh, signed up for the app because you get access to every deck. So I have like an access to like, you know, a bunch of different things that we could do with these episodes. <clears throat> but the the deck that I'm using right now is the what the fuck deck. Um, actually, no, that's not what I'm doing. Hold on. I'm so doing the ultimate like, interview deck. That's how I live my life. Yep. So uh, so the 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 ultimate interview deck 
So this is something, BJ, that uh, I would like to ask you and anybody that's watching and following along. I know the light's bright. I don't know if it'll, it'll, it'll get it. But what do you take way too seriously? So, BJ, I'll start with you. What do you take Being way on time. too seriously? Being on time. Being on time. So are you somebody that has to be like you have to be early to be on time or is it like are you okay if people are directly no. on time? No, if, 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 if somebody's if you're scheduled to be at the studio at seven o'clock, you need to be here at 645 at the latest. That makes 100 percent sense. I get it. I am that person. There are I have heard the argument that if you're early to things, you're wasting your own time. And there's professional there's like there's a finite amount of time that you have in your life to live so if you're always early to things and you're waiting around for the thing to start whatever you're early for you no, just no, wasted no, 15 I'm minutes about, of think about that oh you i get, get i get what you're saying i'm just saying right. this argument get, i've heard you know you park your car you make sure you got everything in your car everything good to go and then when you're when you're ready that way you can so and the reason i say be early is because you should always give your time the body to decompress yep right I'm out of my car. I'm relaxed. All right. Now I can go instead of being like walking in a two till and be like, Oh, you know, but I take being on. I just, I can't stand people that waste my time and that are not on time. Yeah, no, I get it. And like I said, I'm that kind of person. I want to be, I want to be a little bit early no matter what, because I feel like being early gives still GPS everywhere though. Who's that? You GPS. Oh yeah, I definitely do. I definitely need GPS everywhere I go. Um, I've talked about it millions of times. If GPS didn't exist, I would be lost constantly. Um, I used to back before GPS on your phone. I used to call people like on the way to wherever I was going and they'd be like, you need to go West on 600 North and you need to go, you know, well, you see, my cousin, see my cousin, Johnny selling <laughs> tires. You hang a left. You see Tyrone selling rims. You've gone too far. I hate those people. Like I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know North from the backside of my ass. C- come on. Like, I mean, trust me, do you, you need to tell me to go left at the light by hardy's and i'll be good we're, we're good that way telling me directions i'm gonna get all kinds of fucked up so th- something that i take too seriously let's see um also we'll we'll let some of the chat people food, talk food to on my plate i take very seriously do not touch <laughs> me food. you're not a share you're not a share of your food if you want fries get fries yeah okay if i'm like hey do you want any of these feel free but if like i i I fix certain things around the house, right? I fit, I learned to make pan sear steaks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, very juicy, very, very delicious. Um, I learned, you know, in you know, in like burgers and certain things like that. I always eat last. I make sure everybody else has their food. They're eating. They're happy, and I eat last, right? Yep. But you're, if you come you're the caveman approach. If you come get my sweet potato fries, hand cut that I make, and you reach for them. I'm gonna lose that fucking hand. I'm gonna smack your hand. (laughs) I'm a man. I made I made the exact amount I want to eat, you motherfucker. Don't touch my stuff. All right. That's that's what I that's I think I got that. I don't know where I got that from. I think it was maybe a movie, TV show, or something. But I always use that joke like whenever Jen like asks for a bite of something, I'm always like, no, because this is the exact amount of pistachios I wanted to eat. If you wanted me to go get more pistachios, I will go get more pistachios for you, but you cannot have any of these. This goes for men and women. Just because you've been intimate with each other, you've been in the shower together or a tub, hot tub, whatever, doesn't mean that you get access to everything. Right. It also goes into just because you live together 
and you have three bathrooms doesn't mean you have to use the bathroom I'm using while I'm taking a shower because it's cold in the other one. <laughs> and then, the, no, like, I don't want to hear your morning pee or your morning fart. Oh, uh, don't you love that? That's like the, that's. <laughs> then all of a sudden. All I, don't of sudden to, I don't want to put Jen on blast, but damn, she puts me on blast in the morning when she gets in there and I've, I'm in the shower first and she's working from home now. She definitely showers after I do. And I definitely hear that blast, like, you know, the morning fart and some pee. I think she holds it in literally all night. I don't know how she does it. And she, then, makes, she can make fun of me for farting my ass off while I'm sleeping. Like, that's fine. And but, then, yeah, then the fart smell mixes in with the steam in the shower. It and makes the, it more pungent. And then it you're makes, just like washing your face with poo soap. It makes off. it more, it makes it sticky almost. That's the way I feel about it. Like, it's almost like it sticks to your nostrils. And then and you're then, like, and then they say, hey, sorry. And you're like, yeah, that makes up for the smell of poop <laughs> in the shower. It's awful. <laughs> Um, what do I take too seriously? I don't know if there's really a lot that I do take too seriously. You know me, BJ. I'm not a criticism. That's true. That's true. I do take criticism. You always say, ah, come on. That's what you, that's your phrase. Yep. I do take criticism too seriously. Um, I think I've let, let go of that a little bit. Um, one thing I do take seriously is, uh, is, Jay Khan already posted on here. He posted football and I'll, I'll even go one step further. It's not necessarily football. It's like when people are trying to give me advice, it's just like what you just said with criticism. If people are trying to give me advice on either my gambling bets, um, my fantasy football team, things like that. I always kind of just tell them to fuck off. Like I, I've got it. And I, it does really bite me in the ass a lot. For example, we had a poker night, um, a couple of weeks ago and we've started playing with some people, uh, on a regular basis and everybody's like, Oh, don't, don't do this in this position. And I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to take this and I would lose a lot. So it's one of those things I'm working on, man. It's, it's something I need to work on. I need to be, when when it comes to poker and everything else with gambling, fantasy football, sports in general, I feel like I'm so competitive that I don't want to lose, but then it also makes me make dumb dumb decisions that make me lose, if that makes sense. Well, it, it, I've we had a gambling night at, at um, yep. Arby's house, and then the, you were winning, and as you are winning, the more you kept consuming, the more you kept betting, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like it has to keep going. And then if it like if it starts to turn negative, I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna lose. I can't lose. I'm gonna win. And then that's what takes me down. It's my it's my ego and my pride, man. It's my ego and my pride. I take that way too seriously. By the um, way, people take fantasy football too seriously. It just it that's something I can't say. <laughs> you, you fantasy hey, football trash. Don't don't get don't get so mad because your uh, Philadelphia Eagles are in the in the garbage uh, dumpster fire this year. They won 2016. I'm happy. It's like they got out tonight. No, like people that take fantasy football, like I understand if you're playing a league and you're going to win five grand to 10 grand, like, you know, okay, I get it. That's a lot of money. But if, you're, but if you're in a hundred dollar, just stop. Yeah, that's definitely what we're in. It's, it's 20 bucks a person. We got 10 I don't, teams. I don't, I don't care about how. 200 bucks. I don't care how about your player did. I don't care that. Like, I just don't. Just stop. <laughs> just stop it. Um, it like it's the only thing I, I side with like women on a lot of things is like when men get involved in silly things like that. I'm just like, this is like, I play fantasy football. It's fun. It makes you pay more attention to games. Yep. I used to watch NFL red zone. I, I get it, but it's like some of you guys like you need to tone down a little bit. Well, the best is, is the, uh, is what we always talked about is like 
well, we did this this weekend. And it's like, no, you didn't. You didn't dress up. You didn't dress up with the uh, team and go out there and uh, throw your head into some people. Um, no, you don't. You sit at home and, you know, drink some beers. And then you're like, well, I'm not third and 11. I would have called a wheel route. Oh, would you? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Frank Reich's asking for your advice right now. Now, Gruden, Gruden, that's what Gruden was going to do, but you should have buzzed him. Come on. Stop <laughs> it. All right. So the, the next question, BJ, <clears throat> what do you do when you're stuck in traffic? Uh, tweet. Tweet? No. Uh, when I'm stuck, stuck in traffic. <laughs> and then run into the person in front of you? No. Uh, you mean when you're completely stopped? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, it's it's an open-ended question because stuck in traffic, I would say, could be moving, could be completely stopped. Um, but I, start, we, I start the other motorists. Before we move on to that, though, Chris Duncan joining the uh, chat. Thanks for joining, Chris. I appreciate it. He says, when you turn $10 into $1,000 in one day, I'm talking about it. So he's uh, he's definitely a fantasy football guy. He's more of the daily fantasy, so that is big money. I mean, I saw his uh, his gambling stats, too. He posted one of his wins this weekend. Uh, he turned, I think, twenty into like four hundred and sixty-four dollars or something like that. Um, he's got a big brain on gambling, though. Like I, I, I can't get to that point because I'm well, too. There's, there's a I bet with my heart too much. There's a difference between being a gambler, and there's a difference between being that guy who just plays in the league, picks mm-hmm. his players. There's another person that's going to take a hundred bucks, try to parlay it, you know, over under on the points. Okay, do, you know like study it you know what i'm saying yeah. that's different than that guy who just who or guy or girl whoever just does it that way i just i just go way too for way too um i go like way too big of long shots that's what i always do but back to back to traffic you said you stare at the other motorists i do the same thing i my favorite thing in traffic like if it's like kind of just crawling kind of thing i try to look at the person next to me as long as i can to see until they look back and then I'll just look forward, like, because I know they can feel that sixth sense of somebody like staring at them. And then they look at me, and then I just immediately look like I'm, I'm not looking at them. So I just, then, start, I just start doing a conversation of what they sound like. <laughs> so like, if I'm next to a lady, like, oh my god, I'm not gonna get to my nail appointment, or like, but I get home, the grass is not mowed with his lazy ass. That's why you know, just start having a conversation of what her inner inner monologue or his inner monologue is. <laughs> And, and also Chris Duncan going live in the chat is uh, he says he grabs another beer when he's in traffic. So I do like that answer as well. I think um, he just takes a bump in traffic. <laughs> hey, back in the old days, you, you wouldn't put it past me. A nice little CD case. It's got a lot of uh, slickness. Stuff doesn't stick to it too much. Uh, it was a, it was a good little thing there. I usually, um, I, I usually in tra- if I'm in stuck completely in traffic, um, I watch the people who get out of their car and like start walking up towards the accident, like they're gonna help. Yeah, and then and then they all come back and they start yelling like, "Yeah, it's a tractor trailer. It's turned over. We'll be here, Bennett." <laughs> and then the people who drive through the median and like on an interstate, like, "Oh, they're gonna get stuck." And they're doing it like in a Ford Fiesta, like, "Oh, they're gonna cut through this big." Okay, you you gotta love the guy. You gotta love the guy that uh, the, that explains what's going on to everybody. I actually think you have to have that guy. Like he might get that's annoyed. What is, that's what ways is for. But I think I think you have to have that guy though. You always have to have the guy um, that is like overly explaining everything, and he's like really loud about it. Especially like long lines too. You know, that's one of my favorite things. Is like you're at the gas station, you're waiting in line. Like it's in the morning. You got all the construction worker guys in front of you, and you got this guy standing next to you, and he's 
man, these fucking masks. And I'm like, yeah, man, they suck. And then he's like, can you believe how long this fucking line is? I'm like, yeah, we've stood next to each other in line like the last three days in a row. You know why it's long? It's because that lady <laughs> on Social Security is buying lottery. <laughs> and her, for, uh, her firstborn should die. <laughs> I'll take uh, number seven. And uh, who's your lotto? Can I go ahead and get that Powerball? Yeah, I want to play that straight through. Yeah. Um, Amy like- had. Amy hadn't joined in the chat. I like laughing at the people who think they can somehow get around everyone. So, okay. I've, so, seen, I've seen semis block the side of the road. So that, that I was just about to bring that fucking up. I actually think the people that I kind of consider heroes occasionally are the fucking people that see a car barreling down the shoulder of the road and they just whip their fucking car out in the, in the front of them. Like I, I always am like, I'm sitting in my car. Because I love that. Like, I'm so I, happy that they're ruining somebody else's day. I don't know why that makes me so happy, but it does. Tried. I had somebody who thought they were going to get out of the car and fight me. So, I think 37 <laughs> a lot, and 37 is a, just a train wreck right now. You got to let them know, BJ. Like, and so we went 30 from, seconds of good, strong uh, strength in you, and I think you could take them out. We went from two lanes to one, and then so we're merging. And so, I got over early like I was supposed to. I let... I always let the one person in front of me go because that's common courtesy. Like, hey, I got in. Go ahead and go so we can keep the line moving. Yep. These people you, were. You got to do the zipper. They were they were barreling up, right? So I went over into the shoulder almost in the grass, and <laughs> they had to lock up their brakes because they decided <laughs> in a construction zone, 70 miles an hour, blaring through traffic. Oh, yeah. So I basically stopped them, and they laid on the horn. Laid, and so they had to wait five more cars to get back in line. Yeah. There you and go. Then, and That's then they my were, hero. Yeah, they were yelling at me, and then so we caught back. They caught back up to me, and they were just not real happy with with what I did. And um, I, I did this. I was like, I can't hear you. So they rolled down the window, <laughs> and I was like, I wish it was you in the accident. <laughs> as we drove forward, um, no, I just, this this is what I I'm this, saying. This is what I uh, imagine when I hear BJ doing that. that's bj's pulling out in front of this car that's what that's what i'm thinking of right there i'm usually thinking about food (laughs) like the second traffic no i'll say i look i actually look for food in my car there's some chips (laughs) i'll say for me um i'm trying to cut down on like smoking actual cigarettes but i'll smoke a lot when i'm sitting in traffic or if i'm like driving on a long long trip somewhere that's something like a I, I know that, uh, you know, like I said, I'm trying to quit and slow down a little bit, but man, that fucking car cigarette's probably one of the best. It's just for some reason, it's good. I mean, I tell you, and, that, and that's and that's one of the best things is one of your favorite, and this is like the 80s kid in me. So like a great song comes on, you're doing 70, and all, it's all of a sudden you roll down the window, smoking a heater, and you're <laughs> listening to something, you're just like, ah, oh, it doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> it doesn't. It's a little thing from life. That's one thing I realize is... Uh, uh, you know, we go into the holiday season. The holiday season is not is rough for a lot of people, and and so and and it's always try to find the little things to make uh, make yourself. You can't look for the big things; it's the little things. Yeah. Uh, Chris Duncan jumping in says, "BJ looking fresh as shit in that polo." I see you, bro. Yeah, I um, I uh, I don't buy a lot of new clothes. It, it's a longer story. I don't, but I went and 
we had our family photos done and I bought a shirt and I didn't end up not wearing when I took it back. I saw this people that know me, know me. I have a lot of, I wear a lot of, I used to wear a lot of polo, but I don't spend that money anymore, but they had this one that has a hood on it. Oh yeah. Look at that. So I like it. And so I, I so you can look for, for real, like a rapper. Cause I have to have like one nice shirt. Um, and this goes into another story real fast. Like my, it'll be two years since my dad passed December 2nd. Mm-hmm. Like when he passed, I just like, I don't need any of this shit. Yeah. You know, unless it's something like, you know, like the podcast, I've had things that, but like, I don't care what car I drive, what shoes, I don't care anymore. Yeah. None of that. Focusing important. on the things that matter in life, you know, try to be, just try to be a better father. That's yep. the only thing. And then my son texted me something uh, a couple months ago or whatever. He, he was like, I'm very blessed to have a father like you. A lot of my friends don't have fathers and mm-hmm. just the things that you, and, and he said the other night, he was like, you know, you and my friends come over here, use your studio and you hang out with them and, and you know, and help them. Cause the weird part is I have two sons, three sons, but like they know I have a studio, but they never asked to use it ever. Right. I've tried to get him on podcast a million times. Cause that's it's like, it's your thing. Yeah. But what's well, also like, Oh, it's my dad. You know, that's what my dad does instead of like, you know, like, Oh, and now that they, and then their friends found out, it was like, Oh, cool. Can we drop some fresh, uh, some dope rhymes. Yeah. Some fresh, hot, fresh, hot fire. But what they're learning is they don't like try to match wits with the old man. Yeah. That's good. Uh, I can't wait to get to that point. Um, my baby's still just kind of rolling around, you know, not really of, doing anything. A lot of a kid that young just makes me want to hang myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it with all respect, because your baby's beautiful. Well, what I want to say is like, uh, you know, I might get a lot of hell for this from like moms, but I guarantee you my demographics, not female, like single moms or anything like that. But uh, to be honest with you, the, the baby has, we might just be lucky and we have a really good baby, but it's not that hard. And it's a lot of fun and a lot of enjoyment. Maybe, Or you're, I, just, a ba- or you're just a bad parent. And you don't know it. <laughs> it could be a two. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine you think you're doing everything right and you get around other parents like, Oh, oh shit. shit. You're supposed to do that. <laughs> All right, so that's that. That leads into a uh, very, very good next question, um, and I want the chat to answer and jump in as well. The most annoying bill that you have to pay? Uh, my son's car insurance, my son's <laughs> cell phone bills, um, my son who I already gave him twenty bucks to eat, and then he tried to get another twenty bucks. Um, my just bought my son an iphone 11 because he broke his xr and now i could get the xr screen i could go on and on about bills that i don't create <laughs> like i don't care about netflix i don't care about the internet i don't care about any of those other bills um but like just once you're like i like i said is they break everything <laughs> and they lose everything and like my house is not like five thousand square feet it's like 23 2400 square feet right and it's one story and i'm like an iphone 8 plus showed up a year later after it was lost <laughs> where was it it was in my son's room <laughs> like was it like under the bed under uh, i don't know it, it, it just showed up <laughs> and, and 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 that's the other thing is uh just things but that the most annoying bill that i have to pay is anything to do with my kids yeah is like um you know like colin's football helmet shout out to colin he actually got to play varsity as a sophomore hell yeah i did he got his varsity letter let's go brother um he uh <laughs> but then like his helmet was like 400 bucks 
And I was like, shit, yeah, you don't yeah. even. I was like, you don't. Even, you don't even tackle last year. That's so, that's so funny to think about that. You had to pay for his helmet because I went to a small school. You just got what was left in the equipment room, man. No, no, you could have. But um, he Colin made a really good investment, and I always go dad mode. Like that's where I'm at at forty. Just being a dad, I was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, I just I want to be a dad. I love yeah. being a dad. And and like watching him play on Friday nights, I was like, I'm. First of all, I'm not on the sidelines like most dads are. Yeah. I just want to shout that out. Like, like, like every so there's a lot of dads on the sidelines, but not for the right. They let them. They let them on the sidelines. No, they start coaching and bane them, and then they start working up with their sons, which I get and I respect. But what I'm saying is, there's just too many dads. But anyways, watch them on Friday night is by far the. I didn't think it'd be that cool, but it's one of the coolest things ever. It's got to be, dude. It's got to be. Oh, and seeing him come in for the first time for varsity, I was like, oh shit, he's out there. Did you ever get? Did you ever get nervous? Did he ever get hit? Like, get? Do you ever get popped? Like, really good? Um, no. But our other boy, Justice, he's a starting. He was a starting safety. Mm. He believed in the Ronnie Lott mentality, which is <laughs> I'm gonna run head first into you, and I don't care how hard it hurts me. <laughs> so after like one of the games, I was like, Justice, like you know, don't lead with your head. And he's like, Oh, I know. I was like, well, Why do you lead with your head? And he's like, I don't know. Just I want them to feel it. Yeah. But, but he is like just as is Ronnie Lott. He will just clean your clock and not care. And then Colin, and then and then like I said, Colin's a corner and Justice with free safety. So it was cool watching both of them out there. And Colin had to play one JV game, and in his JV game, he had his very first ever pick six. Nice. And then oh. he just act like it was like a sixty yard return. He act like it was, and then he was mad because he had to play JV because. Yeah. And so I was like, dude, that's a pick six. And he's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, I was like, I was kind of that way. I, when I, when I played sports, it was always like, you know, if something big happened, I kind of tried to act like I had already done it before. Um, I kind of like that. I feel like that's more, <clears throat> I don't know, kind of like maybe I always felt like it got to people a little bit more when I would, you know, I, I hit a end of the game kind of a game winner in basketball and just kind of walked off the floor and like everybody was like, Oh, like getting crazy. And my buddy was like, dude, you didn't even act like that even mattered to you. And I was like, dude, trust me inside. I was like going nuts, but I wanted to try to act cool about it. My very first sophomore game as a JV uh, guy took the shot last minute. Brett was his name. I came up, tipped it in. We got ran off the court all excited, and then the varsity coach walked in. I was like, "Man, he's gonna congratulate me, you know? Good, good hustle." He's like, "You wouldn't have to hit the game winning shot if you played defense." He's <laughs> right. And I was just like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "What just happened here?" <laughs> he's like, "You played like shit, and you, the game shouldn't have been that close if you played up to your potential." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, chill out, was, dude. I was like, I'm gonna go cry. <laughs> uh, and we had back to back nights in the next game. I had a double double. He's like, that's how you should play. And I was like, I don't know the difference. <laughs> I don't know what I did. <laughs> no. And then uh, back to that question. The most, I think, the most annoying bill to pay is, uh, you know, this is going back to the new dad thing, man. Daycare. It's just, it's annoying. It's every two weeks. It's a shitload of money. We and- were, I think, we were paying. We had two. The boys are eighteen months apart. Yeah, I and so I just remember. Then you're like, hey, you got a fever? Come pick them up, and then like bring your own formula. Then you got the diapers. You have the diapers at home, formula at home. I I think we were paying. I want to say eight hundred dollars a week, something like that. Yeah, that, I mean that sounds probably about right because right now I think we're around like two seventy five a week for just one. But that's yep. not that's not like including anything. That's just 
to her being there. <laughs> you have to bring, you have to bring all the supplies and everything. And then the other, the other, I always say this to the boys green dinner the other night. And I was like, man, can you imagine what we would have stuff? We didn't have these kids. Like, can you imagine <laughs> where we'd be living at? Like we'd be on the North side somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, shut up, dad. <laughs> it's, they say it's a million dollars to raise a kid from time they're born to their 18th. I don't even, I don't even want to hear that, dude. I'm already, I'm already worried about it, stressed about it. Um, but so yeah, you, I think think about the investment. You're not going to get back out of them, maybe. Right. I think, I think I'm, I'm planning on uh, getting a lot of return on the investment. I'm hoping that it's going to be, uh, it's going to pay off for us. Like she's going to end up, you know, taking care of me when I get old and decrepit because I know I'm going to. Um, but I like Chris Duncan's response. All of them, uh, when it comes to the bills, he says his life goal is to turn everything on auto pay and stunt on the rest of Carthage. Carthage, Indiana, if you're listening to this, is a small town, I think, east of Indianapolis. Um, but, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Dustin Roller joining in in the chat. How you doing, buddy? I hope you're doing all right out there. Thirsty Goat Entertainment. Give him a shout-out almost every time. Um, he says the two of the best out there. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. I know we're the best, and uh, we're going to continue to be the best. <clears throat> uh, BJ, what do you consider the most important piece of furniture in a house? Oh, that, that is a, that's a bed. That's a, a bed. bed. That, that, that makes or break you. Followed the, bed, by- the bed's 100%. It's 100% the bed. Yeah, because the thing about it is at, at my age with, with the surgeries for knees and shoulders and the back, like if, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't stay in the hotel the other night for work and I woke up and I was like, I felt like I literally felt like someone punched me all night. <laughs> it's then, a shitty, shitty hotel bed. And it was a brand new hotel, but it's just because it was stiff and I can't sleep in a stiff bed. I need one that kind of contours to you. Yeah. I like memory phones because they never forget. Yep, I, I do like those. Um, I'm gonna have to disagree though. I'm gonna have to go with uh, a nice, a nice big, comfy couch. That's that's number one for me. I that's where I spend, I spend more time on the couch than I think I do my bed. Well, if if I really decide my sec my second thing is my pops always had a recliner. Dude, I want a recliner. Bad. Um, we have one. I actually I I go with the couch too because I have a couch back in the studio and I just go pass out on it. Yeah, that's definitely not the one that uh, got banged out on multiple times. Uh, no, this was my mom's couch, so hopefully no one was banging on my mother's couch. We have rules here, sir. <laughs> it's weird, though, it's because I'm like from Maybe a... Slapping some cheeks on that couch. Yeah. <laughs> slapping the beast. When you have a studio, you're like, okay, like the some most important thing, obviously, to me, the other way you look at it is a computer, is a computer chair. Yep. You have, if you're sitting in like the one I have now is a gaming chair that I took the arms Ooh, off of. It's nice though. And so, um, Got that lower lumbar support. Yeah. I, I, because I spend most of my time back here because I bought a brand new TV for the front room and I never get to watch it. <laughs> Steph bought a beanbag. That's like 10 by 10. Oh, one of those giant love sack things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those are fucking, get, dude, that might be that. Dude, I can't get up from it. That might be the most important piece of furniture if I had one of those. I'm like a turtle on his back when I get in that thing and just fucking. <laughs> just pictured me trying to get out of the fucking love like sack. Like a seal, just like. Arr! Oh yeah, that's great. That's and, my life. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm a, Dustin Roller. You throw another comment out there like that. I might have to mute you, like I did the last guy that was uh, talking some shit on my uh, Facebook. <clears throat> um, all right. Do do do. Uh, that's gay. That's a dumb question. Are we gonna play what's gay? That's what's we can fire that away. 
<laughs> Start with the majority of your clothes. <laughs> I don't know. The Colts, the Colts is good today. Like I was going to wear this, but I couldn't figure out how to wear it with my headphones and I actually look okay. But, uh, I'll just stop. <laughs> um, but no, I get, uh, bucket hats are hard to get right. I bought yeah. one when we were in the Bahamas. This one's a good one. I've and worn I could, it to golf a lot. And I couldn't get it right. I'm um, a hat guy. I love hats. Oh, okay. How about this? Since we are hosts already of podcasts, we can't talk about podcasts. If you could be a host for a day, would you host a game show, award show, or what else? What else would you want to host? I would probably, I wouldn't want to do a game show because that's, to me, that's, um, it's been done to perfection. Um, obviously, yep. Alex Trebek. Yep. And then you have um, the, the Will Fortune guy. I can't think of his name, Pat J. Jack. I want to host a like the Oscars and go Ricky Gervais. Ricky you know, Gervais just, and just start just start talking shit. I, do, okay, so <clears throat> you know what I think would be awesome about the Oscars is and just any kind of like award show like that. Not only you know you know I like to piggyback off of other people's talent, so I think it would be awesome because a bunch of people are going to write jokes for me and then I'm going to look really funny. That is true. It's kind of like what I did with my stand up when I was doing that too. That's, that's that's a good move go 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 where the town is i mean that's that's uh, the best move that's that's uh that's like the guy who plays softball who's awful but he pays all the good players to pay with him play with him and their team always wins i'm like how's this team always win that dude's all, oh i see he pays for people to play with him i can't does that really happen uh back back well it used to be when about you guys were more competitive no, when I this is when I was younger because there was this cop in our town named Roger Martin. He was like five bills or whatever, and I was like, and I was like, how's he? And I was like, how? And I asked my pops like, how's this team always so good? And he was like, well, you know, he's a cop, so um, when they sponsor the team, you know, he, you know, they all they give they pay all their fees, they pay all this, they do yeah. all this. So basically, that's why. And and they give him free reign. They give him free reign in the evidence locker. <laughs> yeah, and he was a cop, so I guess it made sense because I never understood why so many people played with him because like, <laughs> but he would coach and he would still tuck in his shirt and like his stomach was it would hang down below his knees and i'm just like how does that shirt stay in it was like it was one of those oddities as a child like i don't, I don't know how that works <laughs> he's got some sort of suspenders where they like attach to his like socks or something i asked uh, steph for christmas and i was like she's like well what do you want i was like i want overalls i want a pair of jean overalls i'm all, <laughs> i'm wearing them with no shirt every day around this house <laughs> i gotta I get wear. a picture of that for sure that's the only thing i could think of that it, she's like when i was like i have everything i need i know it's so cliche um except for the things i need are really really want are really expensive but i was like just give me a pair of overalls i'll wear them every day what i would really like to host and i think that i could be successful at it and we could bring it back and i think it would play well in today's society fear factor uh, I, I didn't really like the show Oh, I loved it. And I, I want to show where you basically take like a couple and you sit them down and it's kind of been done before with like a lie detector test, but like <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it's almost like truth or dare. And like one of the dares is let her go through your phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you don't want her to go through your phone, like you lose something. Like I, I, I think I want game shows that ruin people's lives. <laughs> And there's people will still go on her to be the reason they want to be on TV. They want to be on TV. They're willing to ruin their whole life and ruin like all this stuff. Be, you know, like, have you ever uh, sent messages to your wife's sister? And, a, 
No, and they show the evidence. Do do yes, you have <laughs> it like Pope pops up at the bottom of the screen and like the text message bubbles. I think that'd be nice. I think that's a good little graphic design right there. Like, oh man, I lost ten points. <laughs> <laughs> uh Chris said rap, but rap battle would be fun. Ho- and he's uh, talking about hosting them, so that'd be that'd be kind of cool. We have it. We can have what they call the mayonnaise rap battle part two. That's what it was. White and white crime. <laughs> Uh, I still, to this day, I know, I know everybody gives me shit because AP rapped better than me, but it wasn't about the style of rap and how good somebody can rap. It was who had the better jokes, in my opinion, and I think I beat him. You rapped like someone that had several palsy. <laughs> I've never you're, rapped before. You're like that kindergarten teacher's like, we're going to learn about elephants today, and I wrote a <laughs> rhyme. Here we go. I've never rapped before. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> it's not easy. We had someone in here last night who'd been kind of saying, I want to do, it, I want to do it. I was like, Hey, can you sing this hook? And I was like, all right, so come in at 25, 25 seconds. Just listen to it. Da, 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 da. And he, he, and he was a nervous wreck and he got done. He's yeah. like, dude, I was, I was like, yeah, it is nervous because if, if it's something that you're going to put it, put out, it's different between talking on a show or doing something like that, but like actually, um, like doing stand up or, that where people are going to listen to and just stare at you because there's five or six kids and myself staring at them mm. and so that to me it was like that's i was like yeah it's not easy um yeah so i would definitely host fear factor uh bj would host a uh, award show so, some similar to the oscars chris duncan over there would like to host local rap battles um next question what set of items could you buy that would make the cashier the most uncomfortable um uh quart of oil um one of those uh cock rings from walgreens um when you mean quart of oil are you talking lube or are you talking actual, no like real motor oil like legit like w motor or oil, 10 w30 oil, uh, um so it, it would be like because if you go to like the vibrating cock ring and 10 yeah w30 vibrating oil. Cock ring, motor oil like a cheese grater um some milk and like <laughs> and like a first aid kit. <laughs> they're just ringing it up and they're looking at you. Yeah. Beep. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> like they're just kind of like that. Because the whole time they're gonna be like, why do they have a cheese grater in motor oil? They're just trying to connect the dots on what the process is this whole time that you're that you're checking out here. That's Here's awesome. And be like, oh, thank God it's the weekend. <laughs> they just stare at you. Next time, next time we do this, we need to get Chris on here because his answers are hilarious in the chat. He said a gun and one bullet. <laughs> and <then laughs> ask, like, hey, is there an exchange policy? Because <laughs> the one bullet, like that would that would make the cashier, in my opinion, uncomfortable because is that one bullet for you or is that one bullet for somebody else? Oh, no, no, these only come 50 at a time. No, 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 I know. I just need one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just need one. Just one. And then, and then ask them if they have something that you can engrave initials on it, too. <laughs> hey, is, is there an uh, initial engraving? Is there an engraving stand around here? I, think I, <clears> no. then you're like, I need one bullet. Where's the whiskey, too? <laughs> you wouldn't get out the door. uh okay so speaking of speaking of the whiskey i think to make a cashier uncomfortable um 
I think I'm going the same route as you. I think throw in that bottle of whiskey, um, maybe some women's lingerie at the same time. Um, and what else could we throw in there? Maybe some, uh, I don't know, like then they might just be like one to go, go home with me because I was like thinking like rope maybe too. Um, I don't know, That that's making me uncomfortable just talking about it. Or buying some, you buy like rope and then you buy those leather gloves, and then you have buy a um, one of those a gasoline con- container <laughs> and some matches, and then you buy like a diet coke with it. <laughs> Excuse me. And then you go. You, go, you guys still have those uh, Rand McNally maps? <laughs> oh, there you, that's good. You GPS on your phone, like yeah, but where I'm going, it won't find it. Have a good day, ma'am. <laughs> like, would you not, like, as a cashier, I'd be like, yeah, I, I think I need to call the cops on that one. <laughs> because what, right. if, what if it's really for you, like, after you get off work? Hey, what time? <laughs> then the cashier goes, or the person goes, hey, what time you get off? <laughs> <laughs> do you take the bus or do you drive? After you're ringing all that stuff in. That works for all of them. That works for every single thing that we talked about, you, me, and Chris Duncan. Hey, uh, what time you off? <laughs> um, all right, last last one before we get out of here. What is the weirdest thing you have seen in someone else's home? Uh, a father. <laughs> <laughs> that place, that place. Uh, the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Oh, Wow. Ooh, I've never seen any Nazi Nazi memorabilia. No Nazi memorabilia. Which oh, that takes me back to um, there was a kid in my high school that um, had a bunch of like he had a collection of knives. He was like, I mean, he was a cool kid. It was just like that's what he collected. Like people collect baseball cards, stuff like that. He collected like knives, like little pocket knives, the little flip out knives, things like that. He was like real into it. And I was hanging out over at his house one day, and he like. He like, he's like, Hey, let me show you this. And he like, he gets under his, uh, his like little cupboard where he keeps all of them and he pulls out this, this knife and it's, um, it looks like a military knife, but like not of the United States military. And he's like, uh, yeah, my, the, he was like, you know, you know, my last name, it's actually German. And he's like, he's like, this is actually a German world war two knife. And I was like, I was like, Oh, okay. That's kind of scary because that's probably killed people before hasn't it <laughs> he was he's just he was going on and on about his grandpa being in the german military he was like i don't think he was like the bad side of him like he was trying to defend it <laughs> we were talking about it. oh my god so i would say i would say the german the german knife um was the weirdest thing i saw in somebody's house uh, man I, I don't know you I, bringing up the nazi thing is what made me think about it there's i, I i've Oh, the weirdest thing I've ever seen in someone's house. It, I don't know if it's all right. It's going. It's not weird, but it's it, it's something like when you. So me and my mom and brother lived in a two bedroom apartment. We were in high school. It was it was very very small, right? Yeah. So the girl I was dating at the time, her name was Katie. Um, uh, they had a very nice house. So when I went over there, we went down to the basement. They actually had a English phone booth, working one, not oh, like wow. a not a cheap knockoff. Right, like a real one, and to me, that was like, man, that's it wasn't weird, but like to me, it was weird. It was like, like who thinks of that? No, that's that's weird for sure to have that. 
And then it worked. It worked like, because you just did it go like, with like Whoa. the decor? Like did the whole decor match it, or was it just the no. phone booth in the basement? It, it might have, but it, yeah, it, they had a finished basement, so it wasn't an unfinished bi- basement. But I was just like, who has a? I was like, we have like a cordless phone, and you have like a imported phone booth. It's, it was probably a portal to another world, and you just didn't know it. It, yeah I, that whole it, it was that whole area was like a different world for did me you, did you use it did you use the phone no 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 i sat i sat in it but i never used it hey hey, I, hey 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 this is a show phone no fucking calls on this phone well and the weird thing is because when you're poor you're like if i break this we can't pay for it <laughs> so i didn't there's so much fun stuff i could have done but i was always had the mentality like yeah we can't pay for this if i break such this. a terrible way to grow up man that's like, my, that was my mindset. Was like, fuck, if I break this or break that or break a window, like we're not gonna be able to pay for it, and then like people are gonna be pissed. It's such a smart way to grow up, too. I'll tell you that right now. That's how I. That's how I was. Like I would go over to my friend's house, or they'd be like, "Hey, go ahead and drive my car." I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope, not taking that fucking risk. Not. I mean, all. I did when I got like like a senior in high school. I, I would drive people's car. Yeah. But that, I'm talking about when I was 14, 15, like, hey, we're hammer drivers home. I was like, no, I don't know how to drive if I wreck this thing. <laughs> no, that's that's fantastic. Um, you know, I think we've had a good time talking, man. We've been on here for a while. So I wanted to, uh, you know, say thank you again for jumping on and just uh, joining kind of last minute. Um, one thing that I would like to do, I want to get us on here. If it's maybe on the Zoom, maybe it's in person. I want to get you, me, and Shane together again. I think that would be cool to cool to do. Shane's got a great sense of humor. He actually uh, texted me during this uh, podcast. So, you know, I want to get Shane on the mic again. He's always really funny. Um, I kind of want to do kind of a greatest hits for a little while because, you know, it's more fun, I feel like, to talk to people that we have history with and that we know we'll have a good time with. So We um, have. Yeah, you haven't been to the, the new studio. No, um, I, I need to. So we have. Uh, one we have like a producer desk where i sit at and then we have the two game of thrones chairs still uh and then we have uh the couch and then so we have plenty and plenty of uh, room so yep. if, you, if people and like i said this is i like having um i always like having i like I, i'm not gonna lie i'm selfish i don't i don't like going to other places that's why i put it in here so yep. people come here and plus um and you've been around it's always a good atmosphere. Like I always try to make sure I have a good atmosphere for people to come to. Cause that's the worst thing is when you go to do a show and it's like awkward. Cause this one actually to the right of me actually has a door just to the studio. Yeah. So you don't have to go through the front door, or the side nice. door, actual side door right over here. That's dope. And then, we, and then we have uh during the summertime, I put out some, Oh, the, the casting couch is actually it's outdoor furniture, but it's back. It's back outdoor. Nice. Um, and then what I wanted to like, kind of also like let people know, if you want to start a podcast or if you want to do something like that, definitely hit us up, hit BJ up because, you know, if you feel more comfortable messaging me, I'll kind of give you a little bit of update and then I'll kind of shoot you BJ's contact information. Um, he is doing the shows you, you can pay to uh, have a professionally produced podcast. It'll sound good. It'll look good, that kind of thing. So <clears throat> definitely hit BJ up for that. And uh, I think that's something that's really cool that you're doing over there and, uh, and it's in Greenwood, right? Yeah, it's in Greenwood, yeah. right? What's called Old Greenwood. I always hate when people are like, "Wow, well, I live in Old Greenwood." I was like, "I didn't know it's called that." It yeah. just says Greenwood on my my 
fucking address. Yeah. And I think definitely people need to check it out. I also still need to uh, talk to you, BJ. We've got a project that I think we're going to, we, we are working on Hightail. Everybody kind of knows about that project, but we have another project that we're working on that um, I think we could get it all done in one day. It's another audio drama that Jake is writing right now, Jake Hahn. So thanks. Uh, thanks again to Jake Hahn for being the badass that he is. And once again, BJ, uh, do you want to plug your your Facebook, your stuff like that, and then uh, so uh, everything? Uh, Twitter is at uh, uh, at the BJ Robbins. Uh, Instagram is what I use the most. I mean, is and that's uh, BJ underscore Robbins. And then there's uh, Facebook is just BJ Robbins. But Flyover Media is on Facebook. Uh, things I want to plug those. Make sure to check out uh, Uncle Buck's house with. Yep. Uh, uh, Kyle Buck and then Nick Oaks. That's a great one. Um, the one that's coming out this Thursday on Thanksgiving, it's us three talking about Thanksgiving traditions and things like that. Um, we actually tell you where TV dinners come from. It's pretty hilarious. And um, the week after that is something cool I've been doing as a producer. I actually record when the show starts mm-hmm. and then I go through it and then I do the best of. Okay. It's very challenging, but it's something I want to do because it was challenging to be able to chop it up and do what's called the best. That's where people actually hear me talk more on the Buck oh, Show yeah. is because behind the scenes we're testing mics and we start talking about stories. Like I tell the story how I got a concussion, how I got knocked out. Mm-hmm. And uh, other thing will be November 30th will be PatCast. That'll be coming out. That'll be available on all iTunes and everything else like that. So those are the two that I'm doing. And then randomly I'll put stuff out of my own on my, yeah. um, my, uh, my channel. Uh, but it has to be something that moves me a little bit. Like when I will talk to optics about producing music, it was like something that like I I'm in the middle of doing. So I, I want to talk to someone who's been, been paid to be able to do it. Right. And I think, I think you and I are kind of in the, uh, in a similar situation where you, you kind of want to do everything yourself and you, you want it to be your thing. Um, and once again, like I've said before, this is, you know, ju- juice in the morning is not necessarily, I mean, it's still called juice in the morning, but I want to, I want to kind of not really necessarily rebrand. I just want people to know that this show is going to be different going forward. It's not going to be, you know, what it used to be trying to have as many people on the microphone as possible at all times. I'm really kind of looking forward to just doing kind of these one-on-one conversations like we did with BJ. <clears throat> and uh, I'm glad Dustin Roller watched himself because if he didn't, he was going to get muted. Um, and just like I said, this, this, uh, streaming on Facebook and that kind of thing, it's kind of the direction I want to go. I want people to uh, join in and chat with us. Um, I know I kind of fucked it up today, but it'll be back to normal next week and, uh, we'll figure out all the mistakes I made and, and definitely fix that. Um, but I appreciate you BJ for coming on, man. It was awesome talking to you. Um, I look forward to, you know, talking more in the future and let's keep uh, pushing towards the goals that we have, man. Well, I appreciate it, sir. All right, man. You have a good one, and uh, we'll talk soon, okay? All right. Peace out. This one's going to be a short one, ladies and gentlemen. Finding Ohana is a terrible film. Um, Save yourself some time. Don't waste your time watching it. Uh, Some dumbass saw geocaching on a Wall Street Journal article maybe 10 years ago um, when geocaching was popular. They decided they wanted to make a movie out of it. Um, and then they decided to throw in the twist of, uh, you know, some kids finding their heritage, their Hawaiian heritage. It was terrible. <clears throat> Three out of 10. Like I said, this is a short one, ladies and gentlemen. Save your time. Don't watch Finding Ohana. Um, 
follow-up to WandaVision. WandaVision is getting good. Uh, I, you got to see more of Jimmy Woo, which is one of my favorite characters from the uh, Marvel Universe. I'm not even sure if his name is Jimmy. I just know it's Woo. Um, but he's the FBI agent from... Uh, ant-man he had a nice little uh he had a nice little intro in this one so and a little bit more uh exposure so definitely watch wandavision it's getting better it's very good but finding ohana terrible three out of ten um at multiple times i wanted to turn it off but i'm watching these films for you guys don't watch it save your time see you next week peace